You are listening to an Elam Christian Center podcast. We hope that you are inspired, encouraged, and empowered by the message you are about to hear. Well, Atamari Tefano or Ihu Karaiti no Mai Hari Mai. Welcome, welcome to Elam Christian Center. From my heart to yours, so glad that you have joined us on Mother's Day. Uh, thank you for choosing to spend a portion of your Mother's Day with us. Um, it's yeah, it's so lovely to have you here. And I'm just going to mention replenish because I feel like this is like a little window for us. We get to have a replenish party, and we're having it here at church. It's on Saturday the eighth. 18th of June. It's from 9.30 till 3. You, registrations are open. So you can even register at the information area. We would love you to come if you've got daughters from year nine and up. Invite them, invite a friend, just invite someone who just needs to be replenished and refreshed. We would love you to join us. You know, Mother's Day is not always an easy day. and My journey knows that well. And so for the one who has lost a mum, for the mum who has lost a child, for the one who longs to be a mum, and for the one uh, who, maybe you're a mum here flying solo today, and for the one who is a spiritual mum to many, I just want you to know today that you're not forgotten. Happy Mother's Day. You're in our hearts and in our prayers. And as uh, Mike mentioned, you know, today we don't just celebrate mums, we celebrate all women. We celebrate every woman because we love you and God loves you and we, and we see you. And I know that God sees you. And I really pray that is a message that goes deep within your heart this morning. But just before I get started, you know, I think mums are so awesome. And I've just got a little quotes tribute to mums. Now, I don't want to sleep like a baby. I want to sleep like my husband. Come on. (laughs) So true. How many of you realize that being a mum means that you have to choose between eating, sleeping, and showering? You cannot do all three in one day. (laughs) So true. Being a mum means you've got kids banging on the bathroom door uh, like a SWAT team. While you're in the shower, they're asking you for a drink and dad's in the kitchen. Come on. Who has not experienced that? (laughs) You know, silence is golden, unless you have kids, and silence is suspicious. (laughs) Yes, that is true. And lastly, you know, mothers are like old battery phones. They get charged overnight, or they really get charged overnight, and by 10 a.m., they're like only 23%. I mean, come on. Mums are amazing, and I pray that you would be recharged today. Well, we're going to explore a story this morning uh, in the Old Testament in Genesis. It's the story of Hagar, and I'd love to read it to you. It'll be on screen. Uh, It's also in our Elam Christian Center app. And if you haven't done your Bible reading today, no judging around here. I've got you covered. Okay, so Genesis chapter 16, reading in the Christian Standard Bible. Verses 1 to 14. Abraham's wife, Sarai, had not borne any children for him. But she owned an Egyptian slave named Hagar. And Sarah said to Abram, Since the Lord has prevented me from bearing children, go to my slave. Perhaps through her I can build a family. And Abraham agreed to what Sarai said. So Abraham's wife Sarai took Hagar, her Egyptian slave, and gave her to her husband Abram as a wife for him. This happened after Abram had lived in the land of Canaan ten years. He slept with Hagar and she became pregnant. And when she saw that she was pregnant, her mistress became contemptible to her. Then Sarai said to Abram, you are responsible for my suffering. I put my slave in your hands, in your arms. And when 
she saw that she was pregnant, I became contemptible to her. May the Lord judge between me and you. And Abraham, Abram replied to Sarah, here, your slave is in your power. Do whatever you want with her. Then Sarai mistreated her so much that she ran away. The angel of the Lord found her by a spring in the wilderness, the spring on the way to Shur. And he said, Hagar, slave of Sarai, where have you come from? And where are you going? And Sarai replied, I'm running away from my mistress, Sarai. The angel of the Lord said to her, go back to your mistress and submit to her authority. The angel of the Lord said to her, I will greatly multiply your offspring and they will be too many to count. The angel of the Lord said to her, you have conceived and will have a son and you will name him Ishmael. For the Lord has heard your cry of affliction. This man will be like a wild donkey. His hand will be against everyone and everyone's hand will be against him. Him, He will settle near his relatives. So she named the Lord who spoke to her. You are El Roy. For she said, in this place have I seen the one who sees me. That is why the well is called Belahai Roy, well of the living one who sees me. It is between Kadesh and Bered. Would you pray with me? Father God, I just thank you. Thank you for those moments that we get to share together. Thank you for Mother's Day. Thank you that we can honor every woman in this place, Lord. Thank you that you love them, that you call them by name. And God, I pray that as your word goes forth, you would, as you spoke to Hagar, that you would remind us that we too can see the one who sees us. So I pray that you would encourage and strengthen hearts this morning. Amen. 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 Well, you know, when I look back over my life, certainly there have been many seasons where I have felt invisible, where I have felt not seen. I don't know about you, but when I moved to Whangarei, I was 12 at the time. My parents moved us up here. I was just starting high school, a brand new high school, girls high. I knew nobody and I had no friends. Seriously, such a scary place to be. I felt so alone. I felt like I didn't fit. I felt that there wasn't a place for me. And I really didn't enjoy high school. Anyone else? I really didn't. I was very shy believe it or not, uh, through my teenage years. And it wasn't until I met Mike, I was in uh, sixth form year, which shows my age, I am old, that's year 12. Year 12, I met Mike and uh, well, just say, I started to enjoy high school a lot more. Um, (laughs) And I started to be noticed a lot more because I started dating the head boy from the school across the road. I'm very blessed that I got to marry my high school sweetheart. I can also remember in our journey to have children, we went through years of infertility. Five years, uh, Mike and I were children's pastors down at our botany campus, and we were without children. We were looking after everyone else's children and not being able to have children of our own. I felt like I was so alone. I felt like everyone was starting a family. Everyone was getting pregnant, except me. (laughs) Have you ever had seasons in your life where... If you look back, or maybe you're in one right now where you just feel unseen, where you just feel like nobody knows you, nobody notices you, nobody knows your name. You know, I think Hagar, in our story, she would have felt invisible. God had no reason to pay special attention to her. She was single, she was young, she was female, and she was a foreigner. And yet we see in the story of Hagar that she does something very rare in Scripture. She gives God a name. 
Up until this point in Genesis, it's God. He gives himself names. He says, I am Elohim, the creator. I am Yahweh. I am who I am. I am El Shaddai, God Almighty. I am Jehovah Rapha, the Lord, the God who heals. But do you know that Hagar, she's the only person on all of scripture to give God the name El Roy. She gives God the name El Roy and she says, I have seen the one who sees me. And I think Hagar is given a like new sight. She can see that actually God sees her, that she's not invisible. You know, our senior pastor, Bex Green, she wrote a book last year. It's called A Thousand Times Enough. You can buy it after the service. It's like super special, $12, I think, today. And it's a beautiful book. And Bex speaks about Hagar. And I just want to quote her because she says, Hagar may have been invisible to the world, but she was seen by the God of the universe. And not only did he see her, but he promised to bless her. What God saw about Hagar He sees, I believe, about you and I. And I've got three thoughts this morning of what I believe God sees about us. Firstly, I believe that God sees our past. God sees our past. You know, maybe you have a past like Hagar that is really broken, filled with shame maybe, difficulty, challenges. Maybe you feel the weight of sin and mistakes. You know, here Hagar is, she's a slave. She's forced to marry her 85-year-old master. She's scorned, she's mistreated, she's rejected. You know, I look at Hagar running away from her mistress, Sarai. She runs into the desert. She runs into the wilderness. Well, haven't we all probably been there? And I believe that Hagar was really struggling with her mental wellness. And I'm like, well, haven't we all been there in the last two years? Every single one of us, I'm sure, has a story about how the last few years has impacted our mental wellness. Now, I don't know this for sure. I'm just, this is just my opinion. But I wouldn't have been surprised if Hagar was living in our day if she was diagnosed with antenatal depression. That's depression in pregnancy. And I know a little something about that because that's part of my story. When I I was pregnant with our youngest child, Zoe, and we were actually moving up to Whangarei, I was deeply depressed. I can still remember going to the doctor and I was about 30 weeks pregnant and he told me, Amy, you need to go on medication for your depression. I just felt so hopeless. I felt such a sense of shame. And... I know that God allowed me to go through this so I can talk about mental wellness because I grew up in church where we didn't hear about that a lot. And you know, I'm so glad that in the middle of my mess, God was actually writing my message, just like Hagar. You know, it's normal to feel guilt and condemnation about our past. And I tell you, our enemy, Satan, the accuser, oh, he wants to pin everything on us. He wants us to be filled with shame and guilt about our past. But I've got some good news this morning. Oh, Romans 8.1 says, So now there is no condemnation for those who belong to Christ Jesus. How good is that? You know what? In Christ, we can, we can be forgiven and his grace is enough. 
Full stop. He puts a full stop on our past. Ephesians 1.7 says, He is so rich in kindness and grace that he purchased our freedom with the blood of his son and forgave our sins. I'm so thankful that Jesus has forgiven my past, my sin, my mistakes, that I don't have to be stuck in my past. But I want you to know that he sees. He sees, number one, our past. I also believe, my second point this morning is that he sees our present. He sees our very today. He sees our moments. You know, anyone play hide and, hide and seek with their kids? Well, maybe you still play hide and seek with your kids. I know my two youngest still love to play hide and seek. Well, let me share Amy's tips for hide and seek. So I tell the kids to go and hide and I start counting. And then I will scroll through my Augustine app. I will make myself a cup of tea and a bicky and I get half an hour of peace. Hello, everybody that's winning at parenting. You are so welcome. <laughs> Just kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> no, I'm not. No, that's the thing. Actually, Ricky knows I'm not really. <laughs> you know, believe it or not, being found is part of the joy of the game, Right? to be found. And whether you realize or not, God is looking for you. He is looking for you. In fact, you're here right now, I believe, sitting here today because God is looking for you. He desires for you to be found and known by Him. You know, in verse 11 of Genesis 16, it says that the angel of the Lord found Hagar by a spring in the wilderness. And you need to know something. I've learned something. I love that, writing sermons. You learn things. And this wasn't just an angel. This wasn't just a messenger. This says the angel of the Lord. Now, Mike and Rosie and I do the Bible recap where we read the Bible chronologically in a year. And then there's an awesome podcast that goes along with it. If you want to find out some more info, you might like to join us. It's on our Facebook group. But I've learned that when it says the angel of the Lord, this is actually a Christophany. I know, a Christophany is the pre-incarnate Jesus. This was actually God the Son appearing on earth before he was born. Just let that sink in. Wow, a Christophany. Here we find the angel of the Lord found Hagar. He went looking for her. He didn't just come across her by accident. The angel of the Lord found her. Wow, what a beautiful thing it is to be found, to be found by God. Is there anyone here that has a testimony of being found by God? Yes, I know there are many here today. You know, 2 Chronicles 16, 9, I love this verse. It says, for the eyes of the Lord roam the earth. Or another version says, search to and fro. The eyes of the Lord search to and fro in order to strengthen those whose hearts are fully committed to him. Wow, he is searching and he wants to find you. I pray that you would know that you are found and you are known by him. You know, over the last good month or so, since the restrictions have come off, hallelujah, so lovely to open our doors again. I think there's been a theme going in our services. Not really an easy one to always take (laughs) on board. It's a theme of suffering, a theme of trials, a theme of pruning. 
And none of us really want to have these things in our lives. But I believe that suffering gives us a new perspective of who God is. And right here, right now, maybe some of you are in a really tough spot, a really dark place. Maybe some of you have got some suffering in your own life or in people in your world. I want to remind you that God sees you. He sees every high and he sees every low. He sees it all. How do I, I think I read this passage and I just see how much Hagar values being seen. She values being found by God because she gives him the name El Roy. She gives him the name El Roy. That's been my experience too. And my toughest and darkest moments, I feel like I have found God in new and rich ways. And I want to prophesy and declare over you all today that this suffering, if allowed to complete its good work, will result in a testimony that will give glory to God and help others find freedom in the God who sees you. And so my final thought, not only does God see our past, not only does he see our present, but I believe that God sees our future God sees our future as the team would like to come. You know, the angel of the Lord, he asks Hagar two questions. He says, Hagar, slave of Sarai, where have you come from? And then he asks, where are you going? Now, I don't know if you've picked this up before, but you know that Hagar only answers the first question. She only answers, where has she come from? Hagar does not answer that second question, where are you going? And I believe that is because she didn't have any hope for her future. I believe, I think Hagar doesn't even know if she's going to make it through the day. And yet, God sees her future. Do you know that he's the only one in the story to actually call her by name? She's just known as a slave. But not to God who knows us and who calls us by name. She is known as Hagar. He speaks her name, but he does something else amazing. He goes and names her son, her unborn son. It says in verse 11 to 12, it says, you will name him Ishmael for the Lord has heard your cry of affliction. You know, Ishmael means God hears. Ishmael means God hears. And it might not be what you'd wanna hear, your son's going to be like a wild donkey. He's, his, hands is, his hand is going to be against everyone. But I feel like in that moment that God saw Hagar. He saw her. He saw her son, not a slave. He saw a son of a promise. He saw a multiplication of descendants for her. And he spoke hope into her future. And he blessed her. And I believe that God does the same for us. You know, here at Elam, we believe that God is far more interested in your future than He is in your past. You may have many mistakes. You may have failed. You might be living with some big regrets, but we serve a God of the second and of the third and of the 300th chance. If anyone is in Christ, it says in the New Testament, He is a new creation. The old has gone and the new has come. Friends, you don't have to be you don't have to be stuck in your past, reliving your past. You don't have to be stuck in your present. There is hope for your future. That is amazing. Such good news. You know, C.S. Lewis puts it like this. He says, There are far better things ahead than anything you leave behind. 
There are far better things ahead than anything you leave behind. And I love that the founding scripture of our church is Jeremiah 29, 11. For I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord. They are plans to prosper you, not to harm you. They are plans to give you a future and a hope. If you've never read the next two verses after, you need to read them because verses 12 and 13 says, in those days when you pray, I will listen. In those days when you pray, I will listen. If you look for me wholeheartedly, you will find me. Isn't that beautiful? We can find God. In fact, He actually goes looking for us, right? He goes looking for us. And often at times, we can be just like Hagar, such a longing within us to be known, to be seen. I think especially in these last couple of years, this is a message for right now. This is a message for today because I believe that there are many people who just don't feel noticed, who don't feel seen, who don't feel loved. You know, just like when Hagar meets God, she says, I've met the one who sees me. I find it so interesting that Hagar meets the angel of the Lord at a well. She meets him at a well. How many times have I felt like I have met God at the well? As a mum, being so exhausted, sleep deprived, lacking wisdom, not knowing where to turn or what to do, I'm so glad that I can meet my heavenly Father at the well. I'm so glad that there is wisdom to be found, that we have rivers of living water that flow through us, that we have the Holy Spirit as our comforter, as our guide, as our helper. You know, there is so much power in a praying parent. There is so much power in a praying parent. I love that song because God knows our kids better than we do. Thank the Lord for that. Oh, I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful that He can come alongside us. And not only do we have the Holy Spirit, but you know what? We have small groups in this church. And maybe if in this past season you haven't been into one, you need to be in one. You can go and see Michaela after the service. She's got a stand. But you know, this Mother's Day, I want you to remember that God sees you. He sees your past. He sees your present. And He sees your future. He knows you by name. You are deeply loved. You are, ladies, a jewel in His crown. You are a jewel in His crown. You are a son. You are a daughter. And it's so important to know your identity in Christ because we so often forget it. We do. We do, me included. I feel like every year I'm learning more of who I am in Christ. None more than last year. I feel like I learned so much. God taught me so much that I wanted to get a tattoo. But I'm too, I'm too chicken. So I didn't get a tattoo. I got a t-shirt. It's pink, of course. And the t-shirt, it says beloved. It says beloved because my name, Amy, means beloved. I have seen the one who sees me. That is my prayer for you. That maybe in this season, you would again, or for the first time, see the one who truly sees you. He sees your past. He sees your present, but he has such hope for your future. You know, imagine if, imagine if we could be people who truly see ourselves as God sees us and sees others as God sees them. Like what a gift to give to people. 
I just believe there are people crying out to be seen. People crying out that are really going through some tough stuff that just need to be listened to. There is such power in listening, in empathizing, in, you know, seeking to understand rather than to be understood. And, you know, there's some little uh, little cards on the, our coffee tables. If you can stay for a coffee, we would love that. And the cards say, we see you. We see you. Maybe God is speaking to you right now, dropping a name into your heart about just someone that needs to be encouraged. That not only do we see them, but God sees them. God sees them. I just love to pray for you all. And uh, just as we close, Father God, I just thank you that you are the God who sees us. I thank you that you call us by name. I thank you that we are yours. We are your children. Father God, I thank you that no matter our past and even our present difficulties, Lord, that the angel of the Lord comes to find us. I pray that people would be known and found today. And I pray that we would give that gift to other people. Lord, I thank you that you want to use each and every one of us. And I pray your special blessing upon every lady in this house today. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. And just before I finish, you know, every service, every Sunday, we give people an opportunity to get their lives right with God. Maybe you're sitting here and you're like, Amy, I I don't know God. I don't have that personal relationship with Him. Well, you can. And I want to give you that opportunity today. That just like Hagar found an intimate relationship with God. She's like, I've seen the one who sees me. I believe there's people here this morning and you're ready to say yes to Jesus. God sees you. He loves you. He's got a great plan and purpose for your life. But we have a problem and it's called sin. Each and every one of us, we've sinned. We've gone our own way. And you know, sin in the Bible, it's been there from the beginning of time and it separates us from God. The Bible said the wages of sin is death. But the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ, our Lord. And that is why you need to know a name today. It's the name above every name. His name is Jesus. His name means the Lord saves. His name means the Lord saves. He came to earth. He came and moved into our neighborhood, fully God and fully man. And He walked this earth and He was without sin. And He gave His life as on a cross as a sacrifice for you and I. He took the punishment that we deserved upon Himself so that we could be made right with God, that we could be forgiven and receive the gift of eternal life. And so three things will happen today if you say yes to Jesus, much like my message. Firstly, your past is forgiven. Your sin is forgiven. Secondly, you receive a new life in Christ this day. And lastly, you will receive a hope for your future that is eternal. The best gift you will ever be given. And here at Elam, we just love to pray a prayer. It's a simple prayer. You can pray it in your heart. You can join along with us. That I know that if that's what you mean today, by faith, God will hear you and He will forgive you. I just love if we could pray together. Let's do that. Dear Heavenly Father, I believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God and the Savior of this world. Today, I make you, Jesus, the Lord of my life. I believe you died for me to forgive my sin. I believe you rose again to give me life. I receive this life. Please forgive me. Be my Lord and Savior. 
Holy Spirit, come and fill me. In Jesus' name, and with every head still bowed and eye closed, if you prayed that prayer today for the first time, or maybe for the first time in a long time, I want you to do something really brave for me on the count of three. I want you to raise your hand so that I can acknowledge it and you can put it back down because we would love to help you on your journey of following Jesus. Are you ready? Number one, God loves you. Number two, He's got a great plan for your life. And number three, you can raise your hand if you said yes to Jesus. Across this place. Thank you, Lord. Awesome. 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 So good. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much. Thank you for listening to this Elam Christian Center podcast. Please subscribe to keep hearing more life-changing messages. For more information about our church, please visit www.elamchristiancenter.org.nz.